Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out www.igb.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Welcome along to our first ever episode of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. And there's only one place to start, and that, of course, is Saturday's magnificent final of the Boyle Sports Champion Stakes. And uh, we've winning owner now from Tralee, Des Grace, um, on our show. So we'll say hello to you, Des. Hello, Barry. Nice to hear from you. And it's great to be on the start of this new run for the IGB. Great stuff, Des. And uh, look, uh, we have to start with congratulating you on, on Saturday night's wonderful success um, in Shelburne Park with Pistana. I would imagine you got uh, a great kick out of that. Oh, it was fantastic. I'm still about four feet up in the air since last Saturday night, and I've had many congratulations from all over the place. And it was fantastic. Uh, I wouldn't say we were expecting it, but uh, it was just brilliant, really. You know, it's just it's what. What, what, what a fellow like me is kind of dreams about really you know and just to do something like that in something a race as high a calibre of that was just magnificent yeah yeah and before we go into detail I suppose about Saturday night's final um, just take me back um, to the, the journey Pastana has brought you on and just tell us a bit about uh, how you came about uh, the dog well, I have, over the la- I've been involved in dogs since I was a young fella, like about nine or ten years of age, and I can tell you I have three letters after my name now, which is OAP, and I think anybody that's of my age will understand that at a certain age you get a payment from the government, so there's a good few years there from ten to, to that number. So I've always been involved in dogs, but with regard to Pestana in particular, uh, I've been good friends with Liam Dowling and indeed Jane and Shane and Helen and the whole lot of them. And I have been traveling out there over the last number of years uh, trying to cajole Liam into selling an old pup or two along the line. So luckily there I went out about, oh, whatever it is now, over two years ago now, and... Um, this guy was there, and I really loved the dam. I really loved her. Uh, I thought she was uh, outstanding. She was cooler than a pet. And it was her first litter. And Liam mentioned that he had a couple of pups there. And uh, I was very interested. And when they were by, decided that they were by his own dog, which would be um, laden with, 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 with breeding on all sides, I said, if, if one of those was available, I'd love to take one. So I always have to look for a black fella. <laughs> and he says, there's a brindle fella there you can have. And I said, I'll take him, Liam. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah. So after that, it's all been, it's all been good. Yeah, and he started his racing career in, in the Rebel County at Corraheen Park. Down in Corraheen Park with uh, all the good guys down there. And we went for a sprint first on. was trying to get a bit of... Um, tuition shall we say into him so he decided uh, there was those little sprinting you know the novice sprinting that's right yeah and I think no I wouldn't be something I think you held your time for the 525 or something you held your you would you'd be still A3 maybe if you'd done an open class run I think uh, uh, so he, he he was he finished second the first night he was unlucky although I have good friends with the man who won the race so we can't we can't be doing, going too far with it like Michael Donovan won the race I think for uh, oh Barry I can't think of his name Deadly Maestro won the race and yeah, yeah 17, yeah. 79 and uh, uh, I can't think of the man's name lovely man that wants him and uh, 
Long story short, we were, uh, so we went to the final, and the two of us were drawn. We were drawn, I think, inside him, and I thought, we'll win this now tonight. And, of course, none of the two of us won. I got in a bit of an entanglement to men. Michael's dog missed the break, the deadly dog, and we were second. But we were a kind of a, a good second. He ran very, very well, you know. So after that, then, there was a bit of a, a bit of a journey with him because we were looking around. He was qualified for A3, I think. And there wasn't a whole pile coming up. And then there was a sprint in... Clanmail. In Clanmail. And uh, one ran him in that. And I didn't go that night. Uh, this was back around October or sometime last year. I get mixed up in the so I think around that time. And he did a fantastic... Like, he won going away in about... Oh, geez, I 16, 16. Uh, so, jeez, we were thrilled. And he was in the A3 sweep in Dublin the following... Coming up to November, December time, right? Uh, so you would be fancying him because there was no doubt he stayed 525. So he ran a dinger there. And I forget what time he did the first night, but Jesus was fast anyway. He's the dog you'd pick out of the sweep. He came into the second round, I think it was a three-round sweep. I'm not certain of that. And he, he still looked the dog. And, of course, we came to the final. We got box one. And, of course, in our minds, it was all over, as they say. And that doesn't turn out to be in Greyhound Racing, as you know. And... Uh, I wasn't there. I was a bit unwell that night. This was around December. And he missed the kick anyway, and he got swallowed up, and he finished about fifth. So we weren't dis- we were disappointed on the night, but uh, we knew we had a dog, like, and no one kept saying, he's a dog for next year. So that's exactly what happened then with him. And he came out then in early this year. I want to kick him off a bit early, you know, because normally we mightn't come out in March or April. So we went, I think it was January, mid of January or something, even to Shelburne. I get mixed up the two. The one at the start of the Shelburne Gold Cup, and then there's one immediately after us. But uh, we finished up in the final with another dog as well at the time, still have him, a dog called Maliki. And the two of them, as kind of still raw recruits, ended up in the final of that very, very open and very, very good stake. Drawn one and six in the final. It was my first time being in a, any kind of a big final outside of the A3 one in Shelburne and Liam won it with Ballymac Anton he was second with Ballymac in speed and we were back the field uh, in I suppose the fourth or fifth or fifth or sixth had been a little bit unlucky but would not have beaten the two dogs in front on the night and um, no question out about it but it was a fantastic um, one by the two dogs really you know so Next in the COVID came, and that was it. Shut us up. Everyone had to stand back and obviously look after the country and whatever else. But um, Owen, this dog is the Pestana dog. He's a, he's a bit of a he's a bit of a character. He, he's he's a, a, a non restful type, if you know what I mean. So he likes action. So one said to me, "I'll have to give this for one or two trials during the COVID." So which he did, but went to some trial track. I think it might have been not long and. He came back to me after one of the tries. He said, Christ, he said, right, this dog is really, this dog is doing major stuff, like, you know. So I said, Jesus, that's great. So anyway, came back, went for a sprint above in Dublin, uh, not by intention, but more by necessity. There was just one available, and there wasn't a 525 available. And he did a fantastic run, one from a good field in, I think it was 1861. And then... There was a, a race available in Cork the following Saturday at 525. And one brought him down there. Uh, I'd say I didn't go that much myself because 
It's more citrus clover, of course, post clover, dogarin. So I still, one man, one dog, I didn't go through the next night because Owen had two runners that night. So uh, he uh, did a fantastic 2790. I couldn't believe it when I saw it coming up on the, the screen that night, you know. Um, so at that stage, we kind of, the plan was going to the Padio Six. And myself and Owen had a bit of a chat about it, and we said maybe we might have one shot at a 525 in Dublin again, because he had won there the previous year, and he had been in the Shelburne final. And we'd see how that went. And if that went okay, then we would uh, maybe, if we were lucky enough to be selected, go on the Champions League. So I went up, anyway, the night uh, he was on, and geez, this was a fantastic race. You had, uh, I think, In Speed was in it, uh, Bally Mac, um, Cooper was in it, uh, there was a few more in it. It was, you know, a real, oh, blitz sort of a 5 to 5. And your man came out like an absolute rocket and did 28 or 4. Uh, now, you'd always have a doubt about him and the 550, or we used to have anyway. This says we're not too sure here, and so well on last Saturday. So we we tried the 550. He got into the stake. He ran a blinder. Did definitely die with coming home in the semi-final of the champion stakes, and was a you know just that bit of luck was on our side. He hung on for second spot by his nails. I'd say I thought he was gone, but James well, Vanny came up behind me. We were watching the video, and he says I was on the line there. That dog is qualified. So I brought it sigh of relief and then when he got three in the final I was just so happy to be in the final of course job, job, job done in the semi-final but just delighted you know coming up to the final days what were your thoughts he was you know I think he was a bit bigger well like there's this almost like if we were going to win or be first second or third it was going to be a massive bonus and it would be no shame to be fourth fifth or sixth in that final so there was no pressure except the usual uh, butterflies of the big night you know and it was fantastic even that was you know, there, there was uh, excluded entry because of, of um, spectators, because of the COVID. But there was still a nice uh, old stock crowd there, shall we say. And the restaurants were, were full. And um, so he, Jesus, all I can see is just around the blinders. Is that all I can see? It? I mean, I, I, I say a few, I've looked at it a few times since. And, uh, gee, I mean... It was as good a one I saw, like, for a dog that you might think didn't stay. He did everything right, you know. Whether he can do that stuff going forward, but we're now going to take our chances in the derby with him. Uh, because his early is so good, he could just manoeuvre himself into a position where there could be a bit of trouble behind and just get away with... I won't use the word lack of stamina anymore because he kind of proved it the last night. He does 550. Now, there's one very important thing. The track... And all due respects and credit to the management of Shelburne Park and the track maintenance guys and everything. That track was in absolutely super order the last night. And this dog, Pastana, is a dog that likes a track like that. He likes, he wants a good surface, fast surface you'd nearly use, you know. And uh, so it was It was in impeccable condition um, by, by all the lads there, I think, um, I think you're but the, the wonderful injection of pace he showed going into the bend days was, was I, I was amazed myself to be honest with you that you know that, that 
when I saw him kicking off the, like he had to battle around the first two bends, now he had a bit of look on his side as well, the Ballymac dog on the outside, they collided a bit, but he, if anything, the Ballymac Cooper dog gave him a bit of momentum, he kind of gave him a bang, and it nearly drove him a length and a half around. You know, it all helped, like everything helped, which you have to have in that situation. But he's won from the second bend, I thought, to home, I just was phenomenal, like, yeah. And you've been trying hard, I suppose, down through the years and hoping to get a dog like Pastana. Can't believe it. <laughs> Can't believe it. Now, I've had my bit of luck along the way, but like everything else, you, you'd have pretty gone through. But, uh, yeah, but, you know, to get a dog like this is just, uh, and to still have him, is just amazing, you know. And tell us about your earliest memories of going greyhound racing days, growing up in Tralee, was it? Growing up in Tralee, there was no... The Father would be interested in the, he was secretary of the racing, the horse racing in Ballybegan, and through that he was involved. The coursing and the racing were all kind of combined that time running Ballybegan Park. So I always had an interest in horses and dogs because of him. The rest of my family had no interest, but sure maybe, they're, maybe they're the lucky ones, I don't know, but I don't think so. So then uh, I got involved when I was about eight, uh, no, about nine or ten, eleven maybe with a man called Brendan Fitzgerald, uh, lives over in Caston's Avenue in Tralee. A lot of people would know Brendan, but more people would have known his brother Patrick. He ended up training dogs with Patsy Byrne, won derbies in England and Ledgers and Dundalk Internationals, everything. But Brendan was a fantastic man with a greyhound, unbelievable man. He, he, his um, astuteness and, 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 and brilliance was, was, was amazing. But I... Soldier with him for years, taking out the dogs and then buying an old few dog myself. And well, luckily enough, he'd always be helping me. And I bought a dog. I bought a dog, my first dog, and he was by. Yeah, I probably date myself here. He was by Carry on Oregon. He was an Oregon Prince dog, and he. I, I called him, and I hadn't even taken a drop at that stage in my life. He was. I called him Double Scotch, and he won his first race in Tralee, and then he he. he 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 was he was middle you know he was a middle middle class dog you know but uh, we got him sold to Brendan got a, some client in England and we got him sold and then I bought another one and we were knocking around like that for years and Brendan then Kel Boyle was another great man we used to be involved with and Brendan trained the dogs eventually exclusively for a man called Michael Daly he was also was Michael Daly he had all the Balliard dogs and God they were unbelievable greyhounds that time. Um, track dogs they went to Shelburne and Cork uh, Yahal won the Corvazio down in Yahal was one of them I remember it was called the Corvazio it was a brandy or something and um, coursing dogs he had all the very good belly yard dogs I remember the cool moor boys they brought when they came into the coursing for a couple of years they bought a few of them and they went to find it they will be never lucky enough to win a derby um, beat them to find the Yorks various things like that uh, but whetted the appetite always. So myself and Brendan then kept on going together. Uh, I'd be up and down with him, galloping the dogs and whatever. He lived quite close to me. And uh, then I got my own couple of dogs over the years and we scored a clambell. But we never got one really, you know, I got decent money at times for them, but never got one that you could, like, go to Shelburne or go to the full produce stakes. Went to kind of the the, the lower stakes during the produce week, and there was a good time to sell that time. Pre-English Derby, pre-Irish Derby, and pre-all the big stakes in England. So if a dog did a good run there during those nights, you would have a chance of, you know, 
and and when you we are selling on and when you got into having four five or six maybe at times i've been trying to restrain myself you always had to be selling on for the next guy you with me so i suppose the difference to me nowadays is that um actually the first dog i bought for liam was a dog called i ended up calling them i buy, buy them as pups from liam and uh we have our own arrangement and um but the first dog I bought from Liam was a dog. You remember this dog? No, this isn't too long ago. A dog we named him quietly. Yeah, what a dog he was, Des. Broke a couple of track records, didn't he? He did. He did. Broke one in Trelevin. We had him. One had him. And, um, like, I got an amazing, as they say in the business, touch out of him. He he filled a few good financial holes for me at the time. At the time, I remember. And yes. uh, it turned out a great dog. I was delighted. Brendan Cure that brought him. Uh, fabulous man, huge supporter of the game, and I think he's a great man with Robert Tyner now and the horses and all that as well. Um, but uh, you have a great lucky, and then there's a few other fellas, a dog called Dumas, he went to a few finals in Dublin, exactly was another. They were good, can you call them middle of the road dogs? Well, any dog that can win in Shelburne on a Saturday night, I can tell you, but geez, he's, he's a good greyhound, like that's for sure. And uh, we've got some wonderful um, and, and great people within our, our industry and, and sport, isn't it? I'm sure you've met some great people as well down through the years. The best, the best. Uh, I would put Brendan, my, my, my mate, there, he'd be top of my list. Pat Fitzgerald. Carbile, a legend. Patsy Richardson, fantastic man. No harm on my life. Great man, great help in anything. Uh, you would have all the Dowlings. I hope I, I, I did mention those. I think I mentioned them earlier on. But Liam and Shane and Jane and um, Stephen Reedy out there and Dermot. And just, they're, it's like, they're phenomenal. What they, you, their life and soul is in it. Like, I mean, uh, nowadays for me, I just love to buy a, a dog and hope he's good. They do the slogging, the, the, the 9 to 5, what am I talking about, 9 to 5, 24 hours, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. It is a tough game like at that side, you know. Yeah, there, there, there's something like this for myself and Owen as well. And Owen was going through now lean patch there, so the two of us are on highs of kites at the moment, yeah. Yeah, big win for Owen McKenna as well, and he's a man that has yeah, tasted something. He'll kill me. But his birthday is either today or tomorrow. He will be celebrating his 50th year on the planet. Great stuff. We wish um, Owen a, a very happy birthday, Des. And uh, before we finish up, you touched on the, the Boyle Sports Irish Greyhound Derby. We're very much looking forward to that in Shelburne Park. And I would imagine the dream is very much alive. Well, it, the dream, we have two dogs. We have a dog called Maliki. He's He won a puppy stake down in Cork last year. Good greyhound. Definite opinion out of another one of Liam's, Bally Razzle. But he has had one or two little issues, and we're kind of maybe minding him, maybe minding him a bit too much. He was to run last Saturday night, and he met with a small setback on Friday, and we decided, we erred on the side of caution, and we said we'd let it, we'd let it sit. So we're hoping, but there's a little bit of a race against time with him now, and we might have a second run, or it'll be... I think I might have had one run of the derby before and we might have got toughed out in the first round or second round but if I had two in it I would be fantastic and and if things were to go wrong there's always the, the laurels as well I'm sure that would be up in the radar for you well Barry you know if you were to plan a race to suit a dog or a track to suit a dog 525 in Corraheen in Cork is absolutely made for uh, that dog, Pastana. I'm not, going, not kind of being in any way arrogant, but I mean, he's just, 
that he loves it like and I mean he's done 2790 around there so it's phenomenal now he'll have to get a rest somewhere along the line so we, we, we it's all about how we get on <coughs> in the derby like if we can survive a couple of rounds <coughs> it'll be fantastic but if if, if if there's an early exit or what have you like the the, the plan will be absolutely coherent you know Plenty to look forward to, so it is. One very important thing, Barry. Yeah, drive on, Des. Important. I'd like to thank like John Boyle and Boyle Sports for their promotion and sponsorship of the Shelburne Champions Stakes, the Irish Derby, and all the various other track and coursing events that they that they sponsor. They are fantastic um, people because they're they're. they're John Byle is immersed in greyhounds all his life and um, you know to have an organisation like that that backs the game which kind of needs help always and um, it, it, they're just fantastic they sure are they're fabulous uh, people and uh, they're amazing sponsors uh, to Greyhound Racing here in Ireland and uh, we're so looking forward to their main event uh, which is upcoming in a couple of weeks so that's about it Des is there anything else you'd like to add before we finish up just I hope this is I think this is your initial broadcast is it that's right there's your uh, first on the list it's definitely mine as well so we might we might become a team down the line somewhere you know you'd never know I'm sure we'll catch up again hopefully during the derby all my friends down in y'all Mr. Mr. Dermot Coffey Johnny Deneen Liam Ryan all those boys I hope they'll all keep them well Brilliant stuff, Des. Many thanks uh, for joining us on our first ever episode. Okay, Barry, thank you. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out www.igb.ie forward slash talking dogs.